Place your bets, because this week on Ultra 64, we're playing Golden Nugget 64. Kaching. Welcome to Ultra 64. We are the Internet's comprehensive Nintendo 64 podcast. Each and every damn week, we are playing a different randomly selected video game from the Nintendo 64 video game console, and we are playing it. Ooh, fancy! The yes, video game oh yes. console, the video game imported console. from Italy. Yes, yes, the console. It's the newest <laughs> model. It's all red, and uh, lots of middle-aged guys who are like, you know, suspiciously uh, sad are, are driving it in yes. Monaco. In Monaco, yeah, they're Is this in the describing your console because that's not true. No, it's a <laughs> my console is a bright orange Pikachu, <laughs> so I think that's the equivalent of midlife crisis yeah. sports car for nerds. Uh, welcome to the show. My name's Steve Guntley. Hello, I am high rolling poker man Woody Siskowski. That's my that's my character. I'm workshopping. I like it. It's poker like it. man. <laughs> uh, we are joined uh, by someone wearing some reflective sunglasses, so we can't see her eyes. That's Nicole Vatis. Hi, Nicole. Hi. I'm I'm so glad you forgave me long enough to come back on the show. Yeah, I know. You've been out of this house for a while. I feel like it's been a few months of episodes without you. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a bit. Welcome back. We're glad to have you. This week we are talking about Golden Nugget 64. That's right. We are talking about the one and only casino game on the Nintendo 64. Try to contain your orgasms, everyone. Oh, my God. What is in the cards for us today? Oh, man. We deal with the N64 in this episode. You'd have we to deal be with it blind every... not to yeah, appreciate it. Exactly. So keep expecting more of these. We're, there's, there's a rich vein. We're just warming up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I actually have a lot of experience around casinos. Uh, time for stories from Steve's childhood. Uh, from around, like, 6th grade to 10th grade, we lived in a town in uh, the middle of the mountains in Colorado called Cripple Creek. Ooh, uh, Cripple Creek is one of three places in Colorado where gambling is legal, and it's actually the primary industry. And uh, both my parents worked in casinos, and my very first job when I was 14 was in a casino. Is that how it got its name? Um, because like they would send people, mobs out from the casinos to break people's kneecaps mm -hmm. in, yeah. in Cripple uh, Creek? Exactly, yeah. yeah okay. We would cripple them and throw them in a creek. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. That's how, uh, yeah, but that, that was my first job. I was a busboy in a casino called Bronco Billy's. They let you work there when you were 14, you said? Yeah, we, you can, I was able to work in the restaurant. Okay. Um, and they weren't supposed to let me out on the floor, but that was the only way I could get to the break room. Okay. And I have a lot of vivid memories of going to the break room and making all the other employees watch Mystery Science Theater 3000 reruns, <laughs> and they all hated it, but I, I didn't give a shit. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I, that was my first ever job was in a casino. So, like, I kind of grew up in uh, a casino town for a good bit. Like, uh, it, would s it took a lot of the glamour out of it for me. Uh, because I had teachers that would, like, come in on the weekends, oh, like, yeah. show up at 6 a.m. and not leave until we Ooh. closed. Like, we had to peel them off the <laughs> bar stool. Like, you see some grim stuff working in a casino. So it kind of strips a lot of the uh, the glamour on it. And plus, like, I'm a bad gambler. Like, <laughs> it, if it's possible to be bad at games of chance, I'm really fucking bad at games of chance. So, Nicole and I, we've been in Vegas, like, twice together. I think you've been a few more times without me. But, like, I, we've been to Vegas twice 
And both times I, w- I set a strict limit. I'm going to gamble $20 just to get the experience. I go down. I play blackjack. I slap $20 on the table. I lose it immediately. <laughs> I move on with my day. So and It's about right. Yeah. And I don't think you even do that. Like, you don't even do that much. No. Last you know. time I went, I, we played some slots, but we didn't. I didn't play any t- tables. Just, yeah. I don't know. It's just not really my thing. No. The, no. The... One thing I don't don't like about casinos, not to say I'm a big fan of casinos otherwise, but um, they're, they're very unwelcoming in terms of, like, going and playing a game there. Yeah. Like, nobody really – because – and we'll get to this when we talk about the game, but most of the core games are pretty simple, but, like, they have so much jargon based around them that oh, it's, yeah. they're made sort of unnecessarily complicated. So when you go to a casino and nobody's talking and they're all just giving hand signals, you can't sit down to so, like – the smoking lady next to me, like, "Hey, you look nice. Will you show me how to play this game?" Oh yeah, like yeah. no one, they, no one talks. No one's gonna do. It. I went to a casino once, and I just stood by the table, looking like I wanted to play, and like nobody said anything. Like okay. they weren't like, "Hey, like sit down and play" or something like that. Which I, I, I that's just not what I'm used to. I had I had um, one scold me because I said uh, hit me instead of tapping. on Yeah, the table. exactly. Well, because it's all cam. Yeah. They have cameras, cameras that look down from the, right. Yeah, yeah. And so they need to actually see that everything is on the up and up by the hand signals since and the cameras don't pick up sound. That's totally part of the racket, I think. Like, they don't explain the games very well. Yeah. Or, like, they bury it in jargon so that people don't know exactly what they're betting on unless you're, you're like, just a pro. like, oh, what am I doing? I'm, I'm knocking on the... Oh, that's not what I meant to do. Oh, uh, oh there goes oh, all my money. Okay. You're taking it away. <laughs> everyone else was doing it. I thought we were doing, like, a stomp thing. Yeah. I don't know. We were, it was going to escalate, and then everyone's dancing. No, that's not one of these. It's actually surprising... I, I mean, this probably exists, but um, they, they didn't do any, like, stomp or scene in a movie where, like, the sounds of the casino, like, come together to make some right. musical number of, like, people pulling the slot machines That's and dealing out cards. It, yeah, I mean, you, you think that would be, like, a natural fit for that, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. It's it's also odd. I um, I went to Las Vegas when I was much too young uh, to appreciate the charms of Las Vegas. Sure. Um, but it is odd the way some of the charms of Las Vegas are actually very appealing to a young person. Sure. They're like, hey, we have a pirate show. Like, and like it's casinos. A whole hotel shaped like a circus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like casinos are really cool to an eight year old. Oh, yeah. And yeah. It, you're like, man, there's so many lights, so many exciting things. And it's like you, a, it's like an arcade, but you get money, you know, yeah. from well, outward appearances. Yeah. There literally are arcades in several of them. So. Yeah. And that's kind of the appeal. Like, honestly, that was the appeal for me when I was a kid. Kid, and as an adult, that's the appeal as well. They've got these dope-ass giant arcades. Yeah. That's the only place I was able to play the F-Zero arcade cabinet was in, uh, what was the one, the medieval-themed one? I forget. Excalibur. Excalibur. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, you kind of just walk from hotel to hotel if you're there. Yeah. They, um, do, they do get into that weird, yeah, as you get older and you just see the people who are there constant like all day that is, there's definitely a sadness to oh, that. Yeah. Um, my experience with casinos has been actually pretty limited but mostly pretty good uh mm-hmm. one time for i think it was like christmas eve or new year's eve my family and i were staying at a hotel so my dad and i went to gamble at a casino that was right across the street we won like 60 bucks and then we spent it on kfc um, and then the other thing here's a hot tip uh-huh. um if you go to a casino and like sign up for their players card um they give you like 20 dollars in free credit to start and okay. so I went, I signed up, and I played the slots of $20, and I won $40, and I go. walked out. <laughs> so I just got a free $40. That's perfect. That's the they way also to do have it. free coffee. Okay, okay. That's the way to do it, I think. Um, I've never actually been to the Golden Nugget. Nicole, you've been to the Golden Nugget, yeah? Yes, I have. And actually, I 
that's one of the places we went and played slots. So oh, cool. Is this a, one of the nicer ones? a little bit of money. It, it, it's relatively nice. I think yeah. that the Golden Nugget is the largest hotel in Las Vegas. Oh, like, it has okay. the most rooms. Um, I wonder if that's... Yeah, I'm not sure. Because yeah. the Luxor was pretty huge at this mm. point, too. I like, don't know. It seems like expanding. ones on the other end of the Strip are probably bigger. I think I just haven't been to that end of the Strip. Because when I was looking... Like, if you look at the exterior of the Golden Nugget, like, that's pretty iconic. Like, fun it's like fun the, video game fact. Oh, yeah. Um, in Street Fighter Two. Um, Balrog's level, uh-huh. where the boxer Balrog is played right in front of the Golden Nugget. Oh, really? Like, you can actually see the sign that says Golden Nugget in the background. Okay, that must be how so. I recognize it, yeah, because I, I never walked past that part. But You guys didn't that'll... see any, like, giant boxers, like, duking it out against a guy with a mohawk in front of the Golden Nugget, did you, Nicole? I didn't. No. No, okay. None no. of that. Did you see a green guy punching a car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the real indicator. Yeah, shooting um, electricity through his body. Obviously, I'm not going to go into a whole huge history of gambling because that's ridiculous. But I did want to talk a little bit about gambling laws because they're hilarious to me. They seem so very arbitrary, Mm. and it varies from state to state. So, like, as a good example, uh, it's illegal to gamble in Iowa unless you're on a riverboat. And then all of a sudden, it's okay. But some people have found ways around that. It just needs to be a structure that's on water. So there's one, it's like Mm. literally there's a riverboat sitting in a field because there's an underground aquifer below it with like six inches of water. Oh my God. And that counts. They got, they snuck through that loophole. So they just have this beach riverboat on land. But I don't understand why needing it to be on water is like. I mean, so as for us, we live in Washington state. We're actually one of the most liberal gambling states in the country. Like, uh, we allow gambling in tribal casinos. We have like seven of those near us, like within, within walking or not walking distance, but within, <laughs> everything's within, within, within walking distance. If you have enough time. time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, horse racing is the only legal form of gambling that's online or online gambling for us. Like we can't play online poker, but, uh, our it's gambling so age, weird that different states would have different laws about online gambling. Gambling. Right, because yeah. the internet's like, like a whole different thing, yeah. But uh, we we do have a lower uh, uh, age requirement than most states too. We're only it's only eighteen to uh, gamble here, and it's twenty one in most states. Um, but as a result, our state brings in almost half a billion dollars in tax revenue from legalized gambling. And that's not to say I endorse it. Uh, <laughs> I've kind of been close enough to gambling and casinos for long enough to see that they they destroy more lives than they sure. help. But in our region, too, where we have a lot of, like, Native American tribes, that's a significant source of income for a lot of those communities that have been disenfranchised. And they're not subject to the same federal regulations that uh, uh, the rest of the state is. And I mean, However, it's not always a positive It's not always a positive so, either, no. You know. Well, and gambling uh, is one of those tricky things. I do agree with you. But it's one of those things that you're not going to prevent people from doing by, like, arbitration. Yeah. And so, in some ways... The only thing you can do is kind of regulate it, or in the case of, like, the lottery, Mm -hmm. the state will profit from it. Right, yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's like if you just make it illegal, the only things that happen is you sort of push it farther underground. Yeah, push it real good farther underground. (laughs) Push it uh, real good. (laughs) And, uh, you know, unscrupulous people have more ability to take advantage of ignorant people. That's why I'm living so large all the time. It's pretty great. Uh, Wait, am I the ignorant person in this situation? Damn it, he's become aware. Nicole, we got to move. Sorry. Uh, so do you guys have a guess about what the two states that have complete and total bans on gambling are? Nicole's got one. Utah? Utah is correct. Oh. Alabama? Incorrect, no. Uh, North this, Carolina? No. It's Hawaii. It's, oh! Uh, yeah, Utah and Hawaii have 100% bans on gambling. Uh, Utah, obviously, it's for more religious moral sure. reasons. Uh, Hawaii, it's more just like... 
they don't want to try and compete with Vegas because Hawaii's tourism thing is their own thing. Like they don't need casinos. Like you know, so it, they just don't even try and bother with it. Okay. People spend all their money on other things in Hawaii. Exactly. There's so much to spend your money on Hawaii. Let's talk about this game. Golden Nugget 64. I believe I incorrectly dropped the 64 when I mentioned this game last week. So I sincerely apologize. <laughs> oh, I will commit seppuku later. Yeah. Also, I want to apologize, um, as long as we're backtracking and apologizing. Uh, mm. When we covered the NASCAR games last week, mm. I believe we um, referred to the NASCAR stereotypes as inaccurate. And mm. we were thus corrected by a listener saying that they are, in fact, very accurate and often owned up to by the fans themselves yep so if we offended you nascar fans by not by saying that your stereotypes were inaccurate we apologize yes, yes. <laughs> we will not misrepresent your stereotypes any longer uh so golden nugget 64 was released december 1st 1998 it was developed by westwood studios and published by ea and this is a nintendo 64 exclusive uh surprising pedigree on this game westwood yeah. studios is like legendary they yeah i know westwood of, studios yeah they're the creators of dune 2 i have the beholder and the command and conquer series uh and that would be one of the first studios uh, the first of many studios that ea would buy and then dissolve throughout the 2000s so joining maxis and all the other companies that they uh that they scuttled but, they also um, uh made the monopoly game from for the pc in 1995 which i bet many people when I say the Monopoly game for PC in 1995, have a brain picture of uh, a brain picture. Yeah. That's a patent pending on that term. <laughs> I, on, on, I, on Baltic Avenue and the animation that comes when you land on I it. I know the exact game yeah. you're talking about because yeah. I, I, I was a peer counselor around that time. And my instructor let me borrow her computer games because no one came to see me during my office hours. Okay. So Aww. I would play computer games. And she had Monopoly and she had that one with all the screensavers with the flying toasters. That was a game? There was a whole, well, it was a whole series of interactive uh, screensavers. Was the flying toaster, did you control the toasters? No, the toaster one you didn't really do much with, but there's one where you can like run over people in a lawnmower like it's all weird I whoa yeah it's all weird i don't remember what that was called but it was like it was enough of a game for lawnmower me. killer 2000 <laughs> so, no i was the lawnmower man i believe yeah <laughs> excuse me sorry uh so this game comes with a label on the on the box that says games people play uh <laughs> i was trying to figure out what this is i think it's a little sub brand that westwood and ea were doing with this just to kind of uh, for for casual games, because the only other game I was able to find that had that label was one called Hearts, Spades, and Euchre okay. for the PC from 1997. Nicole's just perked up; she loves Euchre. <laughs> um, so, casino games uh, these go back for a little while. Uh, the Atari 2600 had Casino with an exclamation point uh, in 1978, uh, which offered four player support for three games: that's Blackjack, Five Card Stud, and Poker Solitaire. And uh, hmm. casino games are still hugely prolific on the PC and in the App Store, but there isn't really any one. Or on like, your browser or so, well, the, anywhere. Yeah. yeah. I Whatever's mean, I think, built in on your computer is probably the big one. Yeah. I think most developers kind of realize that these games are going to be about the same anywhere, so they don't really put a lot of effort into it. It's a very popular shovelware genre. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much every shitty game on the iPhone is, sure. uh, is a gambling game. There's some that purport to win you actual money. And I stay away from those like the plague because those are sketchy. As well, that I mean, that's sort of the real aspect, too, when you get into poker games is like going online and playing poker. Like there's plenty of people who have be basically become who are professional poker players just through playing online. Right. Or they play enough online that they get invited to real tournaments. You know, I, I worked like with that. a guy at a restaurant. And that's how he supplemented his income. He would work like mornings at the restaurant. And then he would take his tips and he would bet on poker online. Yeah. And uh, that's how he made his living. 
Uh, I mean, you can do it if you're good at it. My my uncle has pretty much made a living the last 40 years of his life just playing low stakes in Vegas. Wow. As, I, I mean, mean, he doesn't, he's not like, he's not living not like, large or anything, no, no. but like... <laughs> Um, so I'm really not sure. Do you guys know, have any idea about like the weird licensing rights that goes into like slot machines? Cause I feel like every, everything that's even minorly popular has a slot machine, even <laughs> things that probably wouldn't want to be attached to professional gambling. Huh. I don't know. It just feels like they, they can be pretty liberal about taking licenses for slot machines. And yeah. I, I was trying to figure out why that was, but like maybe the, the shows figure that like not not many people are actually going to see it. You know, it's not going to tarnish their brand to kids to be in a casino. Since right. Mostly kids shouldn't be in there anyway, right? I mean, like, last time we were in Vegas was like two years ago, and they had a Dexter machine. Like, sure. It's like, why? You know, and they have, they have millions of Game of Thrones and Walking Dead ones and just like yeah, pretty much everything. There's so many slot machines, and they're all... I mean, maybe they just buy them in like... Um, like the gambling companies just have a deal with these like Fox that all the Fox properties go to this slot machine creation company and they yeah. just get them for the flat fee. It must be. Oh. I don't know. But I mean, slots are kind of outre, you know, they're kind of poker is really the big deal since the early 2000s. We had like for those who weren't alive or didn't survive the boom there, there, there was there was a brief, <laughs> yeah, the, the giant culling, the, the culling of poker players. There was this very trendy moment in the early 2000s with cable t- cable TV poker tournaments. Uh, celebrities were getting into it. I think uh, the actress Shannon Elizabeth actually quit acting and became a pro <laughs> poker player, and she's apparently pretty good at it. So like from American <laughs> Pie to American Gambling. I had nothing. Yeah, nice try. I, I had nothing in Dame. there. American Dame. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't rhyme. That's what Steve oh, was going for. Yeah, I was going. Yeah, it was. One, it's one of those surprising. I, I remember being real down on the idea of watching poker and yeah. making fun of it a lot. But it's one of those things where surprisingly, the slower. The, basically, the reason it had such a boom is because they had the technology of being able to show people's cards under the table, so yeah. you could sort of play along at home. And that does make for more exciting watching when you can sort of plan your own strategy and compare it against the pros. Yeah. And I mean, I I feel like it hit the apex of its popularity around the time Casino Royale came out. Like, that was uh, uh, 2006. That was Daniel Craig's first outing as James Bond. And if you haven't seen the movie, roughly a third of it revolves around a game of Texas Hold'em. I hate that so much. I hate movies about poker because so many scenes are just people staring at their cards and it's just so boring. That's the one thing that kind of holds back my opinion of that movie. I think it's one of the best James Bond movies, but there's too much poker for me. Like, it's not fun. (laughs) They're doing everything they can to try and make it interesting, but it's not fun watching people play poker, you know? Even, like, super sexy spy people. Like, (laughs) it's just not fun. Uh, There is one, like, poker video game that I actually kind of want to try. I I hadn't heard of this until I was researching, but it's uh, Telltale Games Poker. Oh, yeah, I've played both of them. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. both fun. It um, looks it looks fun because it's like it's bringing in uh, really random characters. Like the second one has you play Brock Sampson from Venture well, you, Brothers. You, you play against them. You're yeah, just some them. unnamed protagonist. Yeah. Right, yeah. Sam and Max, uh, Ash from the Evil Dead series, uh, Claptrap from Borderlands, yep. GLaDOS from Portal. All these really random characters. And they sit down and they have all their real voice actors and they're mm-hmm. all playing poker. And they quip at each other and they make little jokes. And I'm just one. It makes me feel like Telltale bought the rights to do a Venture Brothers game, and that never materialized. Oh yeah, that that's probably true. Because that would have been dope. Um, yeah, the first one's got Strong Bad in it. Um, oh nice. Yeah, so, they did do a Strong Bad game. That was pretty. Yeah, fun. Um, those games are cool, and I want to talk about them 
when we get into the poker in this yeah. game a little bit, because I think they make sort of a good counterpoint. Well, let's dig in, because we've got uh, 10 games on this, and we're, we'll just go uh, game by game. We played all of them. Yeah, we seem, uh, these seem to be the new theme that we drag Nicole into, is these sort of mini-game collections. That's like kind of what Olympic. made me think of yeah. you, because with, uh, with Nagano <laughs> Olympics, I'm like, yeah, that was that was fun to break These games down. are kind of the most fun games that we play in these settings i think so like yeah to play like 10 different games over an hour it's just like oh we're bored of this let's move on and it's great so, yeah it's and they're all super easy span. yeah yeah to jump in and play so let's start with uh blackjack this this is my favorite casino game obviously it's one of uh, i mean why is that obvious steve why should the listeners i said no- it earlier oh okay. yeah <laughs> for those of you taking notes <laughs> i know there are stenographers out there listening <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, basic rules of blackjack. You are trying to play to 21. Uh, you try not to go over 21. You hit and stand and do all that. So you know how blackjack works. How do you guys feel about how this blackjack works? No, one thing I already forgot, because yeah. we played this game first, you, ha- you have to bet before you see your cards, right? Yeah, you do. Okay. Yeah, you have to do, toss an initial bet. I, yeah, I mean, this game is... is was clean and easy to play mm-hmm. um, and easy to pick up because Blackjack is generally a pretty intuitive game. Yeah. You can do a couple other things like split your hand and double up to um, on your next card. Yeah. Um, and that all works fine. Um, you know, this isn't like, it's not a super strategic game, but that's sort of Blackjack's fault. Basically, yeah. if you get like... I don't know. I guess I like. I like this. This, this was this, this was good. Was I guess fine. that's my takeaway. This one was <laughs> fine. It did. It worked exactly how it was supposed to. Um, so we should talk about the 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 look of this game to begin with. So you start off going to a cashier and you like register your character and everything like that. So you could like yeah. There's two character models in this game: uh, the man and a mm-hmm. woman. And the woman um, is the cashier and the dealer and the roulette spinner. Mm-hmm. So she's very busy at the Golden Nugget. Yeah, she's yeah. Just, they're all I doing just imagine everything. her running from table to table. That's how they're so profitable. <laughs> the Golden yeah. Nugget has two employees and they're just running constantly. Um, yeah. So you. Uh, uh, I mean, that's pretty much it, and that's just a table view. And then it's a menu. One thing that I think would have been cool in this is if you sort of could walk around the Golden Nugget a little bit. Okay, um, yeah, I can see and that. And, like, from, a, like, a first-person perspective or something, and just sort of walk to the different tables as opposed to just a menu that you flip through. Sort of the only real flavor you get of the Golden Nugget is at the beginning, there's an <laughs> option of slideshow, <laughs> yes. which may be the laziest menu option we've seen so far. <laughs> you click on it, or you click, you, you press A while it's selected, and um, it just takes you through four pictures of the gold nugget a very heavily pixelated pictures i mean pretty accurate did google images exist at this time i mean they are accurate in the sense they're pictures of it yeah but they don't look good and there's only about four of them we have an idea what the golden nugget would have looked like in 98 if you had cataracts (laughs) yeah exactly uh, yeah so you're you're good um but yeah it's it's a pretty simple clean layout uh yeah everything's menu based and you can at any time you can hit the l button to bring up the uh uh controller map to sure. show like what everything does and you can press start and access the rules of the game at any yeah time. which that's a good thing um is it does a good job explaining the rules when you press start and goes over the different aspects pretty much all the poker games have or all the card games have the same controls yeah of pressing a to place a bet and then z is sort of your confirm button which is a little odd at first and i see i disagree i still i think that feels great because it's you're literally pulling the trigger and making a decision i don't know I think, yeah i think no, that works it, it it doesn't mean it wasn't odd at the beginning yeah. oh yeah no it was yeah. odd at the beginning but you know i got used to it and the other the camera in this game is almost always like 
right straight down on the table. Right. Which is did... not something that I was crazy about. I feel like you lose some of... Not that this game has a lot of character, but yeah. it would be nice to be able to like look at the dealer a little bit when you're playing blackjack. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's blackjack. There's not a whole lot to say about it. It's fine. The next one we played was the slot machines. Uh, you get six different options for slot machines to play. Uh, sports fanatic and what was the other one? Wheels Card of fire. flurry, uh, fish, fish. Yeah, fish catcher fifty eight. Bassmaster. Bassmaster. Ba- yeah, the Bassmaster. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good one. Well, we make more fake slot machines, Steve. Uh, uh, Jimmy po- Crackcorn. Yeah, Dexter's uh, Laboratory uh, experience. The Adventures of Funky, the Ugly Cat. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. These are far more one. generic yeah. than that. Yeah. Um, and these are the lazy. These are the laziest designed fake slot machines. Aside, um, yeah, like just card bonanza. They're all, they're all the same in the sense that they just have three slots, and when you play. Yeah, when you play slot machines now, there's usually like six different ways that they can line up, and tons of different patterns, and all sorts of blinky lights. And these just felt super lifeless. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the slots were definitely the low point for me. Uh, I mean, they're just it's slots. You, you you're digitally dropping a coin. The one thing I do love is that you can actually control the arm. Yeah, you I press, guess you press Z to move your hand to the arm, and then you pull down on the analog stick, and you're pulling the the lever. Yeah, it's and great. we'll be visited by our friend the arm later, and Steve's favorite part of the game. <laughs> uh, yeah, you it is you are basically this game. You stay as a character the whole time. It doesn't just cut to like a full view of what you're playing. Yeah, you know you. Just, keep your arm and you actually physically pull using the stick i i miss um i miss those old slot machines being able to physically pull yeah um i think i feel like it's extra sad to just put all your money and tapping the button yeah (laughs) nicole made a very spirited (laughs) tap that the listeners can enjoy (laughs) just lightly pointed at the microphone to illustrate that point and And you have like a boom arm right here we could pull on to many of nicole's (laughs) contributions to the podcast are visual (laughs) (laughs) so useful (laughs) yeah we we didn't spend too much time with the slots because like it's kind of once you get the point of it and i never liked slots because there's an ocd part of me that hates seeing things be misaligned (laughs) and also i never win i'm really naturally bad at games of chance so um yeah, so what was the next game we played? It was uh, next one up was, was Baccarat. Uh, Baccarat, yeah, Mini Baccarat. This was one none of us had ever played before. Uh, again, I know this one from James Bond, like the Connery Bonds, especially. He loves to play Baccarat, um, and basically, it's kind of a weird combination of like blackjack, craps, and poker, right? Like, well, I was but like less it was interactive. Just so simple, it was. I don't know. You're you're trying to bet on which player's hand will be either a player or the dealer. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, you place the bet before you see any of the cards. Right. So it's I can't see any strategy. It's just a fifty percent what hand is going to be better. Right. And I'm wondering if full baccarat is different than mini. I don't know. Maybe it's it probably is. I feel like this was just too simple. Like Mm -hmm. and boring because it's so simple. (laughs) Yeah, this one didn't... I don't think any of us were really grabbed by, by mini Baccarat, but it is fun to say Baccarat. Um, what was next? Now now we're getting into poker, I believe, right? Because we moved to... Uh, well, some the games kind of space out a little bit. But. They do, yeah. But we were... Uh, uh, Texas Hold'em was next, I believe, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, Texas Hold'em, I think that's the most popular, most traditional form of poker And it now. is now. That sort of got a res- got pushed through in this sort of TV era 
Um, yeah. For whatever reason, people decided that was the most cinematic of the pokers to play. So, um, all right. So some someone that's smarter than me. So either of you. Um, uh <laughs> explain the difference here between like what's the basic rules for texas hold'em poker so basically um there's three cards that are flipped out in the middle and everyone gets a hand of two cards Mm. and so basically the difference is between most other games is you there's a lot of shared information in texas hold'em because you're only holding two cards in your hand and there's five cards that everyone is sharing to create a hand. Mm-hmm. And there's much more opportunities to place bets in this than in other poker. Like in like draw, you just have two opportunities to place bets. In this, I think you bet four, at least four times when at each least. new card is flipped out. And so that gives the most opportunities to bluff people and the most sort of strategic, yeah, the most right. strategic areas. Yeah, and this this is the game they played in Casino Royale. Uh, I all right. So my my thing with poker, I've tried to get into poker so many times. <laughs> uh, people have tried to teach me so many times, and like I've got some kind of mental block with card games in particular. Nicole, how many times have you had to teach me how to play spades? <laughs> every single every time we play, <laughs> single time, and that happens. I think pretty much every single time we see your parents, which is not like a small amount. So- so Saturday, Saturday, yeah, I'm gonna be de- learning it again. I'm sure um, because I don't know. Like I, I get it, I pick it up pretty quickly, but I don't retain rules to games. Like it's very rare. Which is weird with board games, it's very rare for me to like. I just I don't hold on to it. Yeah, I don't somehow you it. don't have a board. You have a brain for many things, Steve, but board games is not one of them. No, no, I, I need the rules explained to me every time. I think some games like. Catan that I play a lot, or Dominion that I play yeah. a lot. Like I can remember the rules pretty well, but um, yeah, yeah. For the most part, <laughs> I'm just kind of a blank slate on that. So, not good at poker. I kind of let these guys take it. Nicole, this seemed to be the one you were taken to like the most. Well, I mean, I I like poker. Um, I actually Texas Hold'em's fine. Like, yeah, but it, it's the one you see most often, so it was a little more interesting to play the. Is that not your preference ones. if you're playing poker? Do you well, prefer, like, seven card or 30 in, in card? Of 30 card. <laughs> yeah, everyone gets half the deck, and you have to pick which of your half, if your half is better than your opponent. Yeah, that one's all about adding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you add, yeah. yeah. I mean, in this one, I actually enjoyed playing the seven card stud um, yeah. more. It was just a little bit more interesting. Um, Texas Hold'em's pretty fun, though. And, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't bad. No, I, I, I enjoyed it. Like, I think... This is kind of a good way for me as a dumb person to play because, like, it'll say, it'll say right at the bottom what you have. Like, sure. As oh, yeah, yeah. It'll say so, the like, quality of your hand. It'll, it'll say like queen high, which is or great. like double pair or. So. And again, but it doesn't all... tell you what hand is better than the other. Like, who's winning the hand? Right, right. No, but... no, no. You don't want to see that, but you do have you you you're going in with an idea of what you have. It spells it right out. This is your best play right now. You've got a pair of twos. Sure. It's also worth noting, um, since I, this is a little unclear, um, is this game is a four-player game, but. Most of the games that you play in it are only single player. Like it's Blackjack was four player and uh, Roulette, which will get like the games of total chance like Baccarat um, are also four player. 
but like the slot machines and all of the poker are only one player because it's impossible. I don't know how you would do a four player poker game on one screen because right. people would have to look away when you're looking. See, that's, that's what you were talking about, like with yeah. Jeopardy, where we had to be on the honor fi- system. Final Jeopardy answers. <laughs> Everyone, Everyone look away. Yeah, that, was a, that makes me laugh is every time we play Jeopardy, Final Jeopardy, it's like, okay, other players look away from the TV. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, but man, many of the games were like single player, so we were just kind of like switching the controller back and forth. My forth, my like... fondest memory of playing um, video, video um, Texas Hold'em poker was I took an accounting class in college, which was a super boring class. Well, it was and, an accounting class. Right? <laughs> yeah, who would have thought, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, also, super difficult. Probably yeah. one of the hardest classes I took in college. <laughs> Maybe contributed to the fact that I sat in the back and played uh, Texas Hold'em Poker on my Zoom, <laughs> my touchscreen Zoom. Um, oh, and, I'm glad there's someone else out there who had a Zoom. Yeah, I had two Zooms. I had a Zoom until like five years three years ago i was still using I, my zoom i think i've mentioned this yeah. before but my parents had a gift for always buying us the more expensive but less popular item so i got a game gear yeah. i got a genesis i got a zune like all these things and they're great but it's yeah like, i will go on record saying the zune was a quality mp3 player sure, it was fine right. but it, it yeah it, it was always like i kind of knew if i was getting something from my parents this thing was doomed to fail yeah. <laughs> so, but i loved it i don't know it was great and uh, so i yeah. mean i think texas hold'em is fun and this is where i want to talk about the telltale games a little bit the telltale yeah. poker games because i think the reason i feel like a texas hold'em game that needs to do one of two things it either needs to play really fast which is what my zune one did mm-hmm. um you would just sort of instantly put hands back and get new hands and the betting all happened with one click or it needs to have a lot of personality and that's what the telltale ones do is they have all the guys talk and they have distinct ai and um sort of ways that they play like some are much more aggressive betters than others um some will stay in with bad hands and some play more conservatively yeah um and so you can kind of as you play against them more and more you sort of learn how to beat the different players whereas in this one you don't see in there's no represent avatars of any of the other players it's just people's cards on the table and so i feel like basically you're totally losing that sort of strategy of trying to bully people out with betting right now does the telltale one have like a bluffing system or like uh yeah characters will have sort of specific little tells that they'll give um but they're pretty minor um they're not they're not super obvious i think nicole Um, just like smiled and stared at me i think that's her tell (laughs) (laughs) it's her tell that she likes you steve that can't be right i just thought it was entertaining because it's Telltale games. Uh, games. They have little telltales. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just kept thinking like of uh, L.A. Noir. Like, I feel like it might happen like that. Like, where you're supposed to just look for outlandish facial tics and then press A. You know, it's like, oh, they're lying because they've suddenly tried to eat their own face. (laughs) So, um, yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, Texas Hold'em. I I enjoy Texas Hold'em. That one was fun. the next one was video poker, uh, which which we all got to, and we're like, "Why is video poker in this game?" Exactly, I was not expecting to like it. At Isn't all this already video poker? Right. Yeah. What's yeah. the difference here? And basically, it is just like fast paced um, uh, five card. You, you draw. may you may remember video poker from your heavy smoking aunt or grandmother's house, yes. in which she had in a, a little handheld <laughs> sitting there that. Um, you could select the cards to put it out. It was just black and white pixels on it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think, yeah, I think my mom had one of those, like, or of something. I don't think it was poker. It's one of the few games where, like, nothing is lost in that form. Because no. all it is is you get a hand of cards and you put some of them back 
and then you get dealt a new hand. You, you get replacements even, for those. Really? I mean, I, I was going to say you, all you need is a, like a rectangle and a number, but you don't even need the rectangle. Like, yeah, honestly, no, if you it's true. Play, you can play basic poker <laughs> with just numbers. Uh, yeah. But yeah, this one wound up being really fun. It's very fast, uh, which is an appeal for me. And uh, it's just five-card draw poker. But um, yeah, but you're not up. playing against anyone. You just, right. you just get a payout depending on the quality of your hand. Exactly. And you get a chart on there, which is very helpful for me, that ranks the hands, which is something I can never do right. So I'm going to... All right. You guys test me real quick. Ask me what the bigger... Shout out to Poker Hand and ask me which one's bigger and let's see if I can get it. Okay. Full house uh-huh. or straight? A full house is bigger. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's one point. Nicole? Flush uh-huh. or straight? Oh, shit. Uh, straight? Nope. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> Minus one point. You're back uh, at zero. All right. All right. That's, that's how, that's how gambling goes for me. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I go in. I put all my money in. I lose. Yeah, win, you I broke even. Won. Yeah, video poker was, uh, was a lot of fun. I don't know. There, there was, wasn't much to it, but it's very quick. And, uh, yeah, the more coins you put in, the more payout you get. And it demonstrates that very clearly on the screen. I thought it was the most boring one. Really? Oh, my God. Oh I my just, God. I, I like that you're competing with other people and the other ones. This one, I was kind of like, yeah. Eh. I mean, that's the thing that's odd is so many of these, um, for whatever fun we had, this game is essentially competing against your browser game or the the AAA battery-powered game in your aunt's bathroom. Sure, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it's favorable to that. Sure. I don't know, <laughs> but I don't know. That's That might just be me. The next one we played was Big Six Wheel, another one we've uh, never heard of, mm. but we, you've seen this. If you've been in a casino, you've seen it. It's just like take a roulette wheel, slap it on the wall, <laughs> and basically you just need to place a bet on what symbol it's going to land on. It's pretty self-explanatory. And this yeah. one this one really sucked. Um, there was it, also no strategy here. Well, because all the symbols are just money with a number next to it, um, depending on the likelihood. Like if it has a one next to it, you get paid one to one, or if it has... A 10 next to it, you get paid 10 to 1. Yeah. And then they spin the big wheel, but, like, the wheel's not even exciting looking. It just has dollar bills on each yeah. thing, and I don't know. And it seems to be really slow. This one we skipped through very quickly. The, the wheel had the potential yeah. to be the best character in this game, and uh, it failed. It yeah. failed yeah. with no personality, no face, weird voice. Um, well, and that's, no. that, again, that's the same problem. Is during the camera angle, you're just looking at the table of where to place your bet, and it doesn't sort of pan out to show you the wheel. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe like the make a wheel like a fun character, like that guy in uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Sure, what, Wheelie. No, <laughs> what, what's the name of the Jombie? Jombie. The Jombie. G- oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like a Jombie type wheel. Just hi, I'm Wheelie. Give yeah. me a spin. I killed my wife. Okay, <laughs> I don't. Li- I don't like this anymore. He's got, <laughs> dark, he's got dark backstory, Wheelie. <laughs> he's wow. gonna go hide out at the Golden Nugget. I'm thinking about. Return to Oz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is kind of, yeah, you can see that in that. Like yeah. the Clockwork Night guy or like the... the uh, wheel- aren't they called wheelers? Oh, the wheelers. Yeah, wheelers. yeah, yeah, yeah. The guys yeah. who like have uh, gurney wheels for hands. Yeah, those guys are creepy. Yeah. That movie's fucked up. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's move past Big Six Wheel. We're going back to po- poker, this time seven card stud. Uh, this one we had to wrestle away from Nicole a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so why, why don't you, what's the difference between seven card and Texas Hold'em? Um, well. More cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it, it's just kind of... You just keep getting the same cards. It's almost, it's really almost the same because you can see. But there's no like pooled cards anymore, yeah, right? Yeah, it's more like you them. you can just you're basing your 
it off of like you can see some of your opponents right that's right. sort of the difference here is you i think you get dealt at the end you have three f- face down car or let me get this math right <laughs> uh four face down cards and th- no three face down cards and four face up cards everyone yeah. has so you can at least make informed decision of like oh that person has a better hand showing than what i have now right so yeah. i'm going to fold it's weirdly yeah. almost a little bit more like you have to think about the odds of what you're yeah there's a lot i mean this this is a lot to keep track of in this and mm-hmm. i feel like the the camera was the biggest issue in this game in the sense that you you need to know what your opponent has to make an informed decision right. but the camera so zoomed in on your cards there is a button to zoom out a little this bit this is yeah. where we which was that nice yeah but just, like still it would be nice to be able to see everyone's cards and all the, the time the quality really suffers here because you, you often are like is that a star like a oh star? yeah yeah this game is very blurry like it's it's really hard to see yeah it was, it's a, it's a little like kind of washed out almost like i don't know like it's a little slightly too bright and uh uh, so it's a little hard to read uh, some of the edges on there but you know it's it meets it meets the needs it meets the needs uh all right so that was how many how many pokers was that that's four pokers yeah yeah because oh no we didn't get to five card draw because that five card draw is another video poker stud is baccarat a poker i don't think baccarat's a poker that's its own thing yeah well, let's talk about five card draw. That's the last of our, and this is just like video poker, but with competition. Yeah, yeah. Um, you just have to have the best hand on the table. Yeah, you but get you, you, you get five cards. You, you choose which ones. You to can put up to three back, right, and, and get three um, more. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that one was fine as well. <laughs> yeah, I think I that's how I'm used to playing poker. Is that way? Like that's that's the poker that I learned. It's the simplest one. That's the one. That's the way I learned too. Yeah, but I, yeah. it didn't stick, obviously. Um, <laughs> and I'd say like every ten years, I have like a New Year's resolution where I'm like, all right, this year I'm going to learn how to play poker, and uh, I never do it. Poker, like, it needs a very precise setting for it to be a fun experience because to me. Playing in a casino is very stressful because right. it's not a friendly environment. You're there to win money. Mm-hmm. Um, playing with your friends, I always feel a little odd about because I feel like it's most fun when you're not playing for very much stakes. But in that sense, it's kind of boring because there's no real like intensity when you're trying to sort of make a big bluff or something like that. Right. Um and at the same time, yeah, so it's like a balance of like wanting to play in a friendly environment, but also wanting enough sort of at stake to keep things interesting. Yeah. And, uh, See, for me, playing like with your friends or something, it's all about the competition. It doesn't really matter if there's even like if you're playing with pennies or whatever. Sure. Mm. So like I enjoy it even if you're not playing for money because I like the competition <laughs> and trying to see... Can you play with, like, what different people contributing different things? Like, one person Ooh. is using jelly beans and one person's using gold. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Would that work? Yeah. That like, seems totally, totally fair. So. seems balanced. Just get your richest friends to come over. Tell them it's a gold buy-in. <laughs> Everyone else is playing with Harry Potter jelly beans. So that <laughs> Those things are any flavor. They're any some, flavor. Some of them might some be. Some of them are dirt gold. flavored. One could be gold One could flavored. be gold flavor. Delicious, yeah. delicious gold flavor. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I mean, it's soft. You see old prospectors chewing on them all the time in old movies. It's true. Uh, our next game was Roulette. Uh, roulette, I think, not not the most thrilling game, but I appreciate that I understood how to bet on it. 
Well, bear. I mean, barely. There, there um, were a lot there was, of options. I didn't like, realize there were so many things you could bet on on a roulette table. Right. So uh, if you want to do like a most basic bet on roulette, you could say either black or white. Like it's going to land black on or red. Black or red. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm black or red. Yeah. Uh, it's time you move past seeing things in simple black and white terms. I know. Black, you got to start seeing them in black and red. Yeah. yeah like a like a, a penguin that's been murdered. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, you could bet on black or red for like a one to one payout. Yeah. Even or odd number. Even or odd. You can do uh, uh, like what two to eighteen, or then a nineteen higher to low number. Yeah. yeah. First dozen, second dozen. But then oh, there's then a bunch can... of places that you can bet sort of between numbers. You actually physically That's place your bet between two of the numbers. Right. I did, I don't think any of us understood. No, how No, I worked. understood that. I understood okay. That. So like you can bet on a number, and that's going to be your highest payout. If you're betting on a specific number to hit, yeah, that's going to be your highest payout. But if you kind of place your chip in between two numbers then you're splitting the difference on there. So normally it would pay off like 35 to 1 or something like that. Now it's paying off 17 to 1 if you hit either one of them. So basically oh, you're getting basically you're getting okay. half the value of that number if you hit it. Okay. Um, but it's still better than like a 1 to 1 bet. So that's kind of the point. It's like a slightly less risky way to bet on single numbers. I mean, that's the yeah. thing that's odd about this I mean, about sort of having all these games collected is any of these games that are simply random chance and yeah. not like blackjack or poker where there's yeah, because in roulette you have no information before you make the bet. Um, they're all, or the the big six, they're all the same game. Right. You know, even though the basic rules are different, it's still like make a random guess and then a random thing will happen. Yeah, yeah. Which mm. is all casino gaming, pretty yeah, much. Exactly. I, suppo- I suppose so. But poker, I guess, has a little bit more strategy to it than the rest, you yeah. know. Um, See? Although we're, okay. we're learning, we're learning how to go gamble. That's that's the point of this. This right? is valuable as that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so next time I go in a casino, I, I mean, I'll forget all the rules before the next time. You'll I be go like, to a oh, casino, I know how to play roulette. Yeah, and they're like, okay, show us how, and I'm like, duh. <laughs> like, well, first you pick black or white. Maybe it's a hundred on white, <laughs> and they're like, okay, oh, it's not white. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> they're just adding tiles on there because they they know they've got a rube. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, here's the white one. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> you want to put down thirty on smiley face? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so our last game that we're talking about is craps. Now, craps, we were all kind of excited. Yeah, to learn I came how to into play. this. I'm like, I'm excited to play Gold Nugget. I'm going to learn how to play craps. I'm still excited it to learn always, how to play. Yeah, <laughs> it always <laughs> looks so complicated, but it can't be as complicated as it looks. And then we got to it as our last game. We went to the how to play, and none of us understood a lick of it. No. <laughs> okay, so the the basic idea is you are placing bets on what the outcome of a dice roll is going to be. Which sounds so that simple. That sounds so simple, right? Like, just say, oh, I, he's going to roll a six. He put down $30. Here you go. I win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, there's like a million different ways to split it. There's like the difference between like right betting and wrong betting. Yeah, which is terrible terminology terrible of terminology. different... They're like... One isn't correct or incorrect, but they are referred to as right and wrong. And you're like, hmm, okay. good system, very clear. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. And we still had no idea what that meant. Right, right. yeah. You could yeah. pass or not pass. Um, and it, yeah, and then, I, like, mean, the different... basic, I think the basic mechanic is you want to choose whether or not someone is going to roll a seven before they roll a different number or roll that same number again before they roll a seven. Yeah. But they give you so many different options on the board, and all of it is super jargony. But sometimes you want it to hit a seven. Well, that's if you don't pass. Or maybe if you pass. I don't know. I don't remember. Are we wrong? 
I don't know. <laughs> but no, I think that's right. But, <laughs> but, but it might be wrong, incorrect. But wrong is right. Uh, yeah. No, you don't want to play correct mode. Third base. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. This one, it was very confusing. Uh, and I don't think any of us really got it. And then there's like a puck that says like on or off at certain points and then you're trying to aim for something called a point which is the the number you're trying to hit yeah so the betting aspect of this game was a real flop it really was crap yeah um but we did have a very exciting aspect which steve will tell you about now once you place your bets it redeemed itself so much with the best feature in the game and that's the jack off arm (laughs) you when you're they they put it on the front of the cartridge (laughs) featuring jack off now with full jack off capabilities yeah no it's uh you when you (laughs) nicole also was a big fan of this feature Nicole's new gambling name is Nicole the Heavy Sigh of a Team. Yeah. <laughs> that's always my name. That's always your name. Those were your wedding vows. Yeah. It was just a pro- protracted sigh at whatever I was saying. Um, yeah, no, no. You when you're the shooter, uh, the, the perspective changes to be like a first-person view of your arm, and you can wiggle the analog stick to shake your dice, and it looks very suggestive. And you can go for a long time without throwing your dice, which you I you can go forever. Forever without throwing your yeah. dice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't want to throw your dice too soon. No. Um, there you is also the, do, you don't I, want to take too long. I either, mean, there know? is a bet on there whether to come or not come yes. on the table. So. <laughs> which, which, you know, I felt like if I kept playing that, I probably I know, would have I know, table. Nicole, I'm not proud of it, but these are just <laughs> facts. You have to bet whether the shooter will come or not. Hey, it's and... it's Sin City, baby. Yeah, you know what, what happens, happens there, in stays Vegas there. stays there, <laughs> and that includes semen that you've left on the table. Yeah. <laughs> It's a it's a rough job being the craps table cleaner in Vegas. <laughs> I mean, and not for the reasons you might crap. think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was the best thing ever. Uh, do you guys know why the game's called Craps? I looked it up because it's no. no fun. Do you want to know? <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, the name Craps derives from the French word crapaud, which means toad. Because when you were playing it on the street, you crouched down like a toad to uh, roll your dice. Okay. So yeah, means toad. It does not mean. Uh, but I mean also. If you're in that position, you also kind of look like you're taking a crap. So, like, I think they might be trying to pull a fast one on us. Or maybe that's where the word crap comes from, too. Who knows? Let's look into this, everybody. Let's keep talking about this. Nobody wants to talk about this. Etymology of poop. Come on, guys. (laughs) Except for you, Steve. I know. That'll be a bonus episode. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to do a full hour and a half. Uh, Steve's Poop Talk, starring Steve. (laughs) It's like a TED Talk. A poop is like an anagram for something, like, I don't know, or an acronym for something. Anyway, uh, that's the last game on here. It's a palindrome. Did you know that poop is a palindrome? That's true. Same backwards and forwards. Yeah. Yeah. Backwards and forwards forever. Anyway, that's the Cards Against Humanity card. So uh, there were a couple of other casino games that use the name Golden Nugget, but they're actually all from different developers. Like there's a different one on PlayStation, a different one on Game Boy Advance. So like they're related in the sense that they have the Golden Nugget name. Saying Golden Nugget is pretty loose with their licensing. Pretty loose with it, yeah. Their slots are looser than their licensing. They, they didn't rights. want their images being besmirched. No, 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 definitely not. Um, well, cool. Do you guys have anything else to say about this one before we move on? We have a lot of letters this week. I'm very Ooh, excited. Okay, well then I'm, oh, I, I think we're good. let's move we're good. on. Yeah. Let's talk about our rankings. Oh then. yeah, uh, we got to every do that. week we are adding the, our games to our ongoing ranking of uh, games. What are we at so far? We're we're at 143. This is our 144th game. My God, we're going through so many of these. Uh, I'm gonna start us off. Um, you know what? I liked this game. I was surprised by the, that. I liked this game. Uh, it, it's. This isn't the kind of game I usually seek out, um, but I think 
it's laid out all very intuitively. Uh, I like that they spell out all the rules for you. It's very comprehensive, uh, and the menu-based system I think is very easy. Yeah, the the backgrounds and the graphics are a little boring, but like, how interesting does it really need to be? Sure. Um, so yeah, I, I would say I like this one. Uh, I'm gonna put this at number uh, thirty. Two. Whoa. So that's right below Spider-Man, right above Bomberman Hero. Whoa. Yeah, Golden Nugget 64. It's a solid little casino game. And I think if you're just judging it on the terms of, like, how well it succeeds on setting out, what, uh, on accomplishing what it set out to do, like, this one set, accomplished it very well. I okay, think. fair enough. Um, Nicole, yeah. why don't you take it next? You've got a shorter list than us. Currently, your number one is Dr. Mario 64, yeah. and your bottom game is Super Bowling. Okay, so, um, I mean, it, it was a... Semi-pleasant game. <laughs> I feel like I only enjoyed some of the put games. Put it right on the box. It was semi-pleasant. Nicole yes. Batiste. Yeah. Put, that, put that sticker right next to the jack-off mechanic <laughs> sticker, yeah. and you're good. But, I mean, there was nothing very exciting about this. It was just very... Like, you could play... The games that I enjoyed were mostly the card games, mm. and I can play those with, with a deck of cards. <laughs> or on your phone. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't a very unique thing for me. Um so I'm placing it at number 12, which is right under wow, Milo's Astro. Played a lot of games with Under Astro, my God. <laughs> and above NFL Breakaway. Okay. NHL Breakaway. NHL Breakaway, yeah, no, yeah. Sorry, oh, not fine. NFL. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Nobody write in. <laughs> oh, I didn't play that one. Yes, yeah. yeah we, we kept you blissfully out of the football games. Yes. You're um, welcome. I feel like our takeaways are pretty similar on this, Steve. Except I'm putting it way lower than you. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, but I, mean, I, that's, I agree. That's it about was par for the course. It was it was fine. Um, one thing I actually did want to talk about is this game. I don't think has any. At least we didn't get far enough to see like if there's any sort of growth mechanic. Like you can share, you can save your amount of money and come back and sort of play as your character later. But I don't know if you get to a certain money total, you get to like a high roller table. I don't know if there's any way to win this game, or you just keep playing forever. Yeah, I don't think like, it's I feel like about winning. Yeah. Well, well I mean, gambling it's winning, is about winning, Steve. Well, okay, but I mean, you know what I mean. It's like it's not like a goal yeah. Go go game. yeah. Like, go into the golden nugget and yeah. spend a thousand dollars and leave, and you're like, well, I had fun. Yeah. It wasn't really about winning. Sure, I'm a thousand dollars poorer, but we all emerged good sports. Were you recording me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, I I feel like that's sort of what this game needed is like some more aspects of personality, like customize your avatar or like different sort of. Uh, enemies to play against or like maybe you win a certain amount of money and you can buy a car sure or something and you go shopping for a fancy car um but yeah, the actual po- way to spice it the up, actual yeah. poker mechanics were fine and i do like playing video poker more than more than i care to admit yeah. um i'm putting it at number 82 which is right above the tarzan game oh um, wow okay so that's like right in mediocreville yeah, I, yeah, I, I yeah. don't know. And which is again, fun. this is this is competing against things that I you can play so quickly on your phone, which has a much cleaner and faster interface. Right. And but. a lot of my scores kind of weighed on the fact that I was expecting to hate this. Sure. And I really didn't. No, no I really didn't. No, I, I didn't I either. Had a, I had a good fun time with it. Well, that's great. Well, let's move on to uh, one of our many letters from listeners. We have a lot of NASCAR opinions this week. So, oh, exciting. Uh, so, so gird your loins, everyone. <laughs> uh, first letter comes up. Hey, Steve, Woody, and possible special guest. Hey, they included you. You're in. (laughs) I just wanted to share with you my memories of NASCAR 99. I didn't have a large N64 collection, but NASCAR 99 was one of the few that I had. It wasn't the strangest, looking at you, Tetrisphere. And (laughs) it wasn't one that necessarily holds up. Hello, Ocarina of Time. Sure. But I probably put more time into NASCAR 99 uh, than any of the other games I had just because of the season career mode. 
So here are a few things I found strange about this game. Okay. The biggest race in NASCAR and arguably the most well-known track, Daytona, is absent, which I did not catch that no. at all. Thank uh, you. These are the kind of info we need. We need this. From yeah, our I listeners. wouldn't have thought to look at. Uh, Talladega, therefore, is the, the only super speedway in the game. The, and though, actually, I'm going to interrupt really oh, yeah, quick. Yeah. I bet the reason that it's missing is because there are other video games called, called Daytona, Daytona, and I bet that they're licensed exclusively for that track. I'm willing to bet. Yeah, because there is like a very famous arcade game called Daytona yeah. 500. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, the the Talladega, therefore, is the only super speedway in the game, and the way that you drive it isn't correct. At Talladega, due to the physics involved in the car setups, you shouldn't have to use the brakes at all through the turns. That's why if you ever play a demo of one of these games, that's usually the track that they introduce the game with. It's not difficult. Color me surprised when I drive the track, take all my speed in the first turn, and crash into the wall. I think it's yeah, because we, we decided it's a bad that. game. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, this is the weirdest thing about the game to me. There's no face on the character model when you win a race. Oh. And they pull into victory lane. None of us won a race. We so. did not win a race. I don't know why, and it couldn't have been that difficult to just draw a couple of dot eyes and a smiley face <laughs> on them. But all the same, I found it kind of scary looking. Yeah, it's the pin from Watchmen is the person who was driving your car. <laughs> the bloody pin. Uh, my friends and I would always joke that they looked like the girl at the end of the Are You Afraid of the Dark episode whose parents were aliens and set up a toy factory in the 13th floor of her and her brother's apartment complex to try and take back home. I, that reference is lost on me. I watched that show, but I don't remember That's why it's why you're friends with your friends because you all share very specific share references. Very specific reference. Anyway, keep up the good work. You guys do a great job. I look forward to listening every week. That's from Sam. Thank you, hey, Sam. Sam that's that is good NASCAR information. That's great I NASCAR wish, information. Yeah. I wish we had had someone who actually knew how the hell those games worked um, when we played them because I'm I'm glad that talking about the various physics and stuff. I feel like we would have gotten more out of that game had we known that stuff, but still I, not enough to really enjoy it i think i'd still be about the same okay I'm like, yeah i know this but it, the game still controls like shit, <laughs> yeah so. it's still no fun sorry sam if we're shitting on a beloved childhood game yeah. uh, uh so hey, he said one. it didn't he said it was worse than ocarina of time he, he which did. we're not gonna argue with that. that's true yeah yeah <laughs> and he said it's not as strange as tetrasphere so we're also fine. not gonna argue no i'm not gonna argue that uh so next letter uh hi Stephen woody hi uh <laughs> i have to say hi every time <laughs> I uh, wanted to follow up on your NASCAR episode. Given your fervent passion for stock car racing, I'm surprised you missed this. But, yeah. the, but the reason the N64 games drop you in moving at the start of the race is because NASCAR races use a rolling start. The drivers circle the track at a slow pace and the proper starting order before the race begins with a green flag. A standing start where the cars are stationary is not used in NASCAR. I believe this is mainly for safety reasons. They don't want one of the cars starting at the front of the pack to stall out and cause a massive pileup, yeah. although that would be fun. <laughs> and that's from Chuck. Thank you, Chuck, for clarifying Wait, that. was the although there will be fun in addition from you, or was that in the No, letter? that's from Chuck. Okay, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to say. No, I agree yeah. it would be fun, too. Yeah, I think we're all on the same page on that. That's good to know, yeah. Um... So this next letter is unsigned, and it's off the topic of NASCAR, and I dug into things a little bit because this one's fun. Um, strange video game licenses. Since you already mentioned the MASH game for Atari 2600, which I remember had some fun helicopter flying mechanics, what about Journey Escape for the same system? Uh, my parents unloaded a bunch of my old 2600 and Genesis games on me last year, and I had no recollection of playing the game, much less of its existence. I clearly must have blocked it out. After some research, I found out that the band had a rather fruitful run oh, of arcade games. Oh, it's based on the band. The band I didn't know. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, Journey Escape sounds like the name of a real game. It sounds like a real game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? Okay. Uh, it says, I refuse to acknowledge their existence, though, as Aerosmith's Revolution X is the beginning and end of rock band <laughs> licensed games. There simply can't be other rock band licensed games, can there? Points off for saying rock band or guitar hero. <laughs> they didn't sign this letter, unfortunately, but... 
I looked into this. Okay. There are many, many games Ro- with Rockstar I'm licenses. I'm sure there's many. There's a Kiss <laughs> pinball game. There's this Kiss I pinball. know about. There's Kiss Psycho Circus. Um, so some of the ones I found, of course, we just talked about Blues Brothers. Uh, oh, which sure. I think they count. Yeah. Uh, they addition, are a blues band. They do not play rock and roll oh, music. Oh, excuse me. I am so sorry. Um, Paul McCartney had a game on the Commodore 64 based on his movie, uh, Give My Regards to Broad Street. Uh, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, sure. of course, is classic. Uh, Kiss had several games. Uh, Ronnie James Dio had an NES game called Holy Diver that was only released in Japan. Uh, Motorhead has a game. Motley Crue has a pinball game called Crewball. Peter Gabriel has a game. Prince. Was it for, was Peter Gabriel's game for the Genesis? Oh, shit, no. (laughs) That's awesome. I don't know. No, it it was a, it's a PC game. It's like a point and click adventure game. Uh, Prince has one, Bob Dylan, Queen, Iron Maiden, David Bowie. Wait, there was Bowie. a Bob Dylan video game? There's, a Bob D- there's like an interactive concert experience. Like, okay. You, it's kind of like an encarta of Bob Dylan, but like, yeah, you can do that. Ario Speedwagon has one. Um, then, of course, you have games like Brutal Legend, which like brings in, sure. I mean, lots That's of... That's just a rock music-themed game. Yeah. Aerosmith is absolutely the MVP of this, though, because in addition to Revolution X and Guitar Hero, they have another game called Quest for Fame, which is like a band management simulator. Okay. Uh, Joey Kramer, from uh, the drummer from the band, has his own iPhone app, where it's like a Guitar Hero thing where you learn how to drum. And this is the best one. Uh, they appeared in a hugely bizarre interactive movie slash point-and-click adventure game for the PC called Nine The Last Resort. This was produced by Robert De Niro. Whoa. And it co-stars Jim Belushi... Christopher Reeve, and Cher. What? Cher is in a game with Aerosmith, produced by Robert De Niro. I'd never heard of this in my it's life. It's called Nine? It's called Nine. The number nine, uh, the Did last Did it get resort. released? What is it? It got released. It's on the PC. It came out in like 96. And it's a weird... It's like a weird point-and-click. There's point so click. many lost point-and-click adventure games. And one last thing I need to add about Journey, because it's one of my favorite old arcade stories. So the Journey arcade game was revolutionary for the time because it had a camera built into the overhead mount. And it would take a... The idea was it was going to take your picture when you get a high score. Okay. And, uh, and and because the game had similar sprites, like the game had little sprite bodies with Steve Perry's actual photo head on it <laughs> okay. where you would run around. Um, it took, they, they started using the Journey machine with the cameras in some test markets. I think it took all of about an hour before someone to show their dick to it. Sure. And so they immediately decommissioned the machine. This had not occurred to anyone at any point that someone would do this, but it was like within hours. Uh, so yeah, that's why you don't see the one with the uh, uh, camera in it. Anyway, that was uh, that was people are terrible. That was down the rabbit hole, but like I started looking into it, and I'm just like, there are so many of these <laughs> shitty games with rock stars in them. Um, yeah, so I I don't know, I liked that. Anyway, next letter we have. Oh my se- we have so many this week. Um, Who would have thought NASCAR would be the thing that would bring everyone out of their <laughs> their shacks? Uh, dear Stephen Woody, hey, 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 uh, still really enjoy your show. Uh, did you see that Hyperion is working on an HD N64 clone emulation console? I did not see that. Since it is emulation, I'm not sure how well it will work, but if nothing else, the controller analog stick still looks like it's built better. But my question is, what N64 game would you like to see ported or remastered for modern consoles? So, like, I'm going to take this as meaning, like, a full ground-up reboot, like, from the, I don't know. Or or do you think it should just be, like, the same exact game with better graphics? Well, he said remastered. Remastered. And I feel like remastered, that is what that means, is that basically they smooth out a couple edges. Okay. um, And they make it look shinier. But that is kind of boring. I mean, yeah. But, 
You can it, take it however you yeah. want, though. Oh, yeah. I don't think he's going to write in again and be like, Steve, I meant... No. Let's, we'll, do, we'll do either. I mean, so I feel like some of these already exist. Like, there's a really good Ocarina of Time remaster, obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, Mario 64 got ported to the 3D or to the uh, DS. Yeah. Um, Ogre Battle got a nice uh, PSP rendition. Well, that's a different game. Is just, it a different game? Yeah, that's oh, not the that N64. No, that's oh. not the N64 oh, it's a, you're Ogre right. Battle. You're right. It's a remake of one of the earlier games. Yeah, you're right. Um, and... Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what I would say for this because like um, I'll, I'll, I'll go while you contemplate. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say Blast Core because we haven't yeah. we haven't played that yet. But that's like a super cool game with lots of explosions where literally the point is to destroy buildings that are in the way of a runaway missile. Yeah, um, and I feel like that would really benefit from sort of like high resolution explosions and just running smooth and fast and sort of probably a trimming of some of the controls and difficulty because some of the Vehicles in that game are frustrating to use, but that, but that game's awesome. I, th- I think I've decided on one. I think it's a game that had like an incredible amount of potential, but it was kind of undone by the technology. So I'm going to say Space Station Silicon Valley. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. <laughs> I think that one would be really fun if they smoothed out the controls mm-hmm. and kind of uh, uh, sharpened the graphics a little bit. It was a really fun idea of a game. Yeah, that would um, be awesome. Do you to have get better, better animal no. physics and stuff. You don't want to see an updated Milo's Astro Lanes? <laughs> Well, of course. <laughs> we all want to see that. That, see that. that was just assumed. Yeah. I mean, you're you're about to get a Dr. Mario reboot in like two weeks uh, on, on the iPhones. It's about well, to come out. I already out. play a fake Dr. You Mario play fake on Mario. my phone. <laughs> it's called Dr. Pixel. Yeah, see, it's named after our dog, so that's very exciting. Yeah. Okay, one last letter here, and this is, uh, we're back to NASCAR. I should have Wait, wait, wait. wait. I want to. Oh, yeah. I want to talk about the start of that letter really quick. Oh, yeah. I don't know, and I, I'm just curious about this. Why there's a market for an M, like a clone. I don't know. Clone systems are a little odd because I don't think like the N64 console is particularly expensive. No, like, not really. I guess the idea is maybe that the emulated one will like go to HDMI right away sure. or like upscale things automatically. Um, and if your if your main issue is with like the shitty contro- joysticks, like yeah. you could just they probably make better controllers. Yeah, yeah, probably. Anyway, yeah. All right, one last letter. We're back to NASCAR. Uh, this is from uh, uh, our old buddy Enrique Tariquez, which is such a fun name to say. Is he, to is he our old buddy? How He's we... written in before. We've, oh. thought, we've commented on his name because it's fun to say. That's right. Thanks, Enrique. Enrique I'm sorry I forgot that you were our buddy. <laughs> hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Good. Uh, just wanted to write in because I actually do like NASCAR yes. and live in Southern California. Thank you. Uh, the games do not do it justice. Okay. I go to the race here every March. It's much better in person than on TV. More than half the fun is barbecuing with your friends and being day drunk at the track. I can't argue with that. That I feel sounds like pretty fun. That sounds great. Uh, they also have two road courses that aren't a Noval going left. Uh, the amount of drivers is usually about 30 per race, and they're going close to 200 miles per hour side by side. That's pretty intense. Yeah. Anyways, just wanted to chime in. Hope all is well. If you guys ever decide to come out to a race over here, you are more than welcome to join me and my buddies in a day of awesomeness. Keep that, up the good work. That actually does sound cool. Thanks, Enrique. Will, That's awesome. I will bear that in mind if I ever go down Southern California. Oh, thank you, yeah. everyone, for sending in letters. We no, love, we that, love getting letters. That's really good. I'm glad that he. I'm glad that he wrote that in to sort of describe some of the appeal of NASCAR because, like you said, the games did not do it justice. Yeah, so. it's not capturing it, and yeah. really, all all we get to see of NASCAR is like highlight videos set to toby keith songs yeah because so, yeah, eating yeah. eating barbecue and watching cars go fast does not sound bad no no that sounds okay 
Uh, one last little bit of business before we close out here today. Uh, Woody and I are guests on the Geek 101 podcast this week. Uh, that's out now. We are joined uh, uh, Ariel Rada and Andy Bowman to talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie from 1993. Uh, as you can imagine, we have some thoughts. We have I, some takes. I, ca- I convinced everybody that it was a fantastic movie. <laughs> yes. Get ready to reevaluate your opinion of that movie. We're, we're all convinced, Woody. Yeah. Yeah. Ben, yeah. 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 You just have to listen to find out what really happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you won't. Yeah. Listen to the Geek 101 podcast. You won't believe what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> this one weird trick. Yeah. We'll have uh, doctors hate your mom or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you just combine all these memes that's the ultimate clickbait yeah. Yeah. find out why this doctor has it out for your mom um and, and won't hire uh lindsey lohan anymore <laughs> oh, my god. oh my god okay thank you so much nicole for being on the show it's always happy to have you Thanks the show the show you just show you just gave the show you. character we're indifferent about you but the show yeah. is happy well, yeah it's like it's like show. He's friends with Wheelie. Yeah. Oh, he hides all my secrets for me. <laughs> he knows where she's married. <laughs> no, no, spin me, spin oh. me. Okay, that was Wheelie. I didn't know if that yeah, was Show. No, that was Wheelie. Show, show is quiet. He's more uh, contrary to his He's name. Not very showy. He's yeah. Not very showy. <laughs> uh, all right, so we had a little bit of a mix-up in our schedule for this week. So uh, as a last-minute audible, Woody is surprising us with what game we are playing next uh, week. Do you want, you want me to reveal it now? Reveal it now. Okay, let's do next it. Next week, based on what I feel like playing, we are going to be playing buck bumble buck bumble <laughs> oh the game, good the game i've never played a b game oh man it's, is it anything like that movie I, I what movie the b movie uh, uh it's the one that came before like the main picture it's like usually roger corman would direct them. right that's right, right. It, is that blood, the right blood movie? Feast. Is that the one all the kids death, in the death end race are talking 2000. about? Death Race 2000, yes. That's yeah. right. We're playing the game based on Death Race 2000, <laughs> Buck Bumble. Yes. And every time he says B, the game's going to get faster. That's right. <laughs> so tune in for that. Tune in next week for Buck Bumble. Uh, good night, everybody. Place your bets. Craps. Jack off, jack off, jack off. Oh. On a warm summer's eve, on a train bound for nowhere. Met up with a gambler We were both too tired to sleep So we took turns of staring Out the window at the darkness The boredom overtook us And he began to speak He said, son, I've made a life Out of reading people's faces And knowing what the cards were By the way they held their eyes So if you don't mind my saying I can see you're out of aces For a taste of your whiskey I'll give you some advice So I handed him my bottle And he drank down my last swallow Then he bombed a cigarette And asked me for a light And the night got deathly quiet And his face lost all expression Said if you're gonna play the game, boy You gotta learn to Right. You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough.